0: What's up, y'all? Can you put your well, good morning, everyone. I'm saying good morning because as I sit here in front of the microphone, it is morning. And the beautiful day out there. I mean, I was outside just a little bit ago. I was ch- catching the sunrise. Beautiful red clouds up in the sky. What is it? What is that old pirate saying or sailor saying? Red skies in the morning bring morning or something like that? Well, if that's the case... Uh, it was definitely a red sky this morning. Anyways, you ever just uh, kind of like you're skimming through the news and you see something and you're like, what the heck? What is going on here? Well, I found one. I found one. And and this is a court case that just wrapped up like last week that was initiated in 2007. How many years is that? 7, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. I know there's probably a common core math way to do that, but that's so 15 years. This has been in the legal systems of India, and it's all over the fact that Richard Gere. Okay, back in 2007, he was at this AIDS thing, this AIDS. uh, uh, It was encouraging people to wear condoms in sex and stuff like that. And Richard Gere took the stage with a Bollywood star. Uh, Her name is Shilpa Shetty. Okay, Bollywood star, Shilpa Shetty. She's now 47, so 17 years ago, you do the math. Common Core, the crap out of that. You figure it out. Uh, anyways, what happened is on stage, Richard Gere was saying that, you know, they're, they're there, they're promoting condoms and, and sex for HIV and everything in India. And then he grabbed this Bollywood actress and uh, he gave her a, he brought her in, gave her a hug, and then gave her a kiss on each cheek. And this poor girl... Has been in the legal courts of India since 2007 because she didn't resist uh, the the kiss on the on on the cheeks. She didn't kiss them on the lips or anything, because apparently in India, public display of affection is a uh, a no no, a no no. So if you're in India, don't be going around grabbing people and just giving them a big kiss. But I, I just ran across that right now as I was, as I was looking through the news, and I thought, wow, that is a interesting story. Uh, I can't believe it's been 17 years. Uh, let's see. I've been involved in some cases that have been uh, 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 erroneously long over stupidity too. But you know, I'm not going to talk about that. What do you think about this cancel culture bullshit, man? I wish a motherfucker would try to cancel me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah man. Do you believe in it? Do you think that's a real thing, or do you feel like being canceled? It's, be- it's, it's like, believable.
1: You know... it's, it's only believable if you believe it when they're trying to cancel. Yeah. You. Cause you see, the baby. You see, uh, David Chappelle. You see, certain motherfuckers. Like, if you don't get out of here with that shit, give me a week, nigga. I'll be back up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you gotta believe it. You gotta know that your base is your base. You can't. The council community is not bigger than my fan base. I, I, I beg, Snoop Dogg fan base, mount up.
0: Now of course you can tell who that was talking that was Snoop Dogg uh making some comments on a podcast about uh the cancel culture. Um I'm not too sure what podcast that was, but it does bring up a a few questions, you know. And I I do believe that it is harder to cancel a celebrity like Snoop Dogg that does have a fan base. The whole cancellation mentality it really is most effective on people that are not in so, in a position like Snoop Dogg that are not uh you know uh, have that massive fan base. You know, it's, 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 it's online attacks on people, individuals in communities, whether it's work related or whatever, that type of cancellation. Like for instance, there was this girl, I was reading this article. Her name is Justine. And this girl was going to, uh, she, she made a tweet and the tweet specifically was, I'm going to Africa. Hope I don't get AIDS. Just kidding. I'm white. Okay, so it's kind of tasteless, right? Kind of tasteless. Uh, but this girl lost her job. Uh, the whole cancel culture, uh, the, the, you know, the mob went after her in a way uh, where her whole life was canceled over this one tweet. Now, should she have said the tweet? Should she have said that, you know, obviously she's being sarcastic. Obviously, she was trying to be funny. Um, I giggled a little bit when I read it just now. Um, but her whole life was over over this tweet, not over, but, you know, her professional career, her, her job, everything was over. She didn't have a fan base like Snoop Dogg's talking about. You know, you come after Snoop Dogg, you come after Dave Chappelle, you come after uh, J.K. Rowling, all these all these people like that. And they've got the fan base to uh, survive the attack, but it doesn't work so well for, you know, normal people in their everyday lives. There's something about cancel culture where it just has no room for forgiveness, no room to you can't say I'm sorry and have it rewind the clock. And, you know, once the damage is done, what the damage is done and people are losing their jobs and they're losing all kinds of stuff over this cancel culture. But like I said, it affects the everyday Joe way more than it affects a, a celebrity. I think times have changed. I think we live in a different type of society where. The village is now worldwide. And when I say the village is worldwide, what I mean by that is back in the day before the mass social media, the mass Twitter, the mass Internet, you know, you could say something stupid to a group of people, whether it was your chess club or your bingo partners or whatever. You could make an ass of yourself in front of that group of people. And guess what? The damage stuck to that small group of people. You know? Maybe you weren't welcome back to that bingo group or your, or your knitting party or your book club because you said something stupid and they didn't like it and they ridiculed you and you didn't feel comfortable with it so you didn't go back. But it was limited to a small group of people. Nowadays in today's society, with the internet, with the mass, where everybody's looking at your Twitter, where everybody's looking at your Facebook status and everything like that, it, 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 it hits in a different way. You know, no conversations on the Internet are private. You know, I was listening to Joe Rogan. I know I'm referring to Joe Rogan again, but Joe Rogan was talking how he's he's kind of stayed away from reading Twitter comments, reading comments on the Internet, reading comments on YouTube. And he tries to keep all of his interactions with people other than his show he tries to keep them as personal reactions, whether it's on the phone or it's a personal conversation. And he says it's made his life a whole lot easier. And so what he's doing is he's kind of rewinding back the clock to an older time uh, because you really have to be careful. I did, it's one thing as parents, you know, you're raising your kids these days and reputations are so fragile, you know, re- and and how your online persona affects things later on in life you know like we see people what was it this uh i i don't have the details but the american idol you know there was a kid that says some dumb stuff on his twitter when he was like 13 years old and they kicked him off american idol for it you know there's just no room for that and it's permanent and it's searchable and people can go back and find what you said and what you did i don't know i'm not saying i agree with it i'm just i'm just observing the reality of what's going on you know your comments today are in a worldwide village uh, that are easily can come back to stab you in the back. so i I don't know what to do about it. I think we as parents need to really make sure that our kids are conscious of their uh, postings and what they do online. I think people as individuals, you got to be careful now, should we have to be careful? I don't know. That's up to debate. The way things should be and the way things are are two different arguments, and they're two different conversations. And the reality is, is what we're living in and the way that things are is what you say can really come back and bite you in the ass. Now, is that right? Should there be forgiveness? Should people be be able to say, oh, I'm sorry, and the cancellation parade comes to an end, and they say, okay, here's your second chance. Well, yeah, I mean, that's how it should be, but that's not the reality of how we live. It's Just an interesting thought. Now, if you have the clout that Snoop Dogg has, Maybe you can't be canceled. Maybe if you're Dave Chappelle, you can't be canceled. But I I guarantee you, you, the average Joe working in your average job, yeah, man, you're asking to get canceled in a heartbeat. Just things to think about. Uh, That's just a little clip of the number seven song on YouTube right now, which is uh, Kid Rock. (laughs) Kid Rock. Uh, I uh, I mean, I don't know what to think. You know, Kid Rock is anti-everything, anti-Facebook, anti-which, you know, I I just don't think he's the most eloquent voice to be out there to be saying it. But uh, Kid Rock, We the People is uh, trending on Twitter. It's a pretty straightforward song. I can't play the whole thing. Otherwise, I'll get canceled uh by the copyright robots, but you guys can check it out. Uh, you know, it's funny because Kid Rock is saying all this kind of stuff, like the the same stuff that Neil Young used to say about the government and and Mick Jagger from The Rolling Stones and all these other icons that are now just like sucking on the tit of the government like uh like it's going out of style. I, I don't understand that change how rock and roll was the anti-establishment and now these veteran rock and rollers are totally towing the party lines and uh you know just you know sucking up to the government i just thought i'd throw that in there it was kind of funny coming off the story you know that was kind of funny talking about cancellation and then you know kid rocks like f facebook and all that other kind of stuff
1: what's up everybody oh well um, we've got an
0: important word from kid rock hold on let's see what's going on here
1: grandpa doesn't need his glasses today figured out you can print out shit bigger on these printers you know about that uh anyway just a reminder, the Bad Reputation Tour is on sale to
0: the... Hold on. Before we get going, the funniest thing I have to say about this video, first off, it's, it's Kid Rock sitting in his studio, and somebody's rolled back away from him, like, filming this on an iPhone, and I can hear the person breathing that's holding the camera filming Kid Rock. It's a... Uh, I don't know if you guys can hear that, but I can definitely hear it. Anyways, well, let's, let's see what uh, the Honorable Kid Rock has to say.
1: ...public tomorrow... Um, The response to um, the pre-sales and fan club has been pretty overwhelming, man. Thank you for that. Um, But there's been a lot of talk about vaccine mandates and venues. People saying, I'm not going to that venue because there's a vaccine mandate, this, that, and the other. Trust me. (laughs) We've done all our research on this, and the consensus says...
0: Oh, 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 oh. All right, all right. Roll over, Fauci. Uh, Kid Rock has done all of his research. So, um, you know... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's going to be the next in line to get canceled. Uh, he's done his research, so we can we can bank on what Kid Rock is saying. And uh, what, what does he have to say?
1: That all this is going to be done, if there are any, any of these venues, I'm not aware of any, but if there are any, they're going to be gone by the time we get to your city. If they're not, trust me, you don't have to worry. You'll be getting your money back because I won't be showing up either. <laughs> if you think I'm going to sit out there and say, don't tell me how to live. And we, the people, all uh, people are holding up their fucking vaccine cards and wearing masks. That shit ain't happening. So, um, it's actually kind of unfortunate. We had to, we actually scratched Buffalo, New York off the list because of that. And, um, Toronto, Canada and several other cities we were looking at. Cause you know, I'm not one way or the other, but, uh, I don't want to deal with that shit either. And I know that you don't, um, and by the way, there you go, um, Liberal media, there's your clickbait for tomorrow. to Fuck with me. Kid Rock said this about mandates. And he's not showing up. Fuck y'all.
0: Uh, well, I guess that's one way to uh, handle the cancel culture. Uh, just say F you and uh, just carry on on your own. Anyway, so that was Kid Rock talking about his upcoming tour, and he's not going to be playing any venues that have mass mandates or uh, vaccination cards. The funny thing about this is I'm reading the Rolling Stone article, and the picture that they use of Kid Rock is him wearing a mask you know, just to kind of put a little jab at him. Another actor, uh, well, Kid Ross, not an actor, but another celebrity that's been in the news lately is Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage, the famous actor. um, I don't think I'm allowed to say uh, anything about his physical appearance, uh, but Peter Dinklage, he was coming out against uh, Disney's upcoming remake of Snow White. And uh, he was saying that, you know, why... Do we have to do this with the little people and all that other kind of stuff? Um, Disney did actually come out and make a statement uh, regarding Peter Dinklage's statements. Uh, Peter was on the Mark Maron uh, WTF podcast, and he was saying some things about it. Let's see if I can find this here. Uh, His exact quote was, take a step back and look at what you're doing here. Uh, It makes no sense to me. He said this about an hour into the 80-minute episode. Peter says you're progressive in one way and you're still making that effing backward story about seven dwarves living in a cave together. What the F are you doing, man? Uh, Dinklage also stressed that he meant literally no offense to anyone and sent all love and respect to the actress uh, and to the people who thought they were doing the right thing. But frustration was palatable. Uh, and I quote, have I done nothing to advance the cause from my soapbox? He continued. I guess I'm not loud enough. He added that he would enthusiastically support a more sensitive retelling of the 85-year-old film with a cool, progressive spin on it, but wasn't otherwise convinced. Uh, Dinklage's comments picked up steam online, and Disney responded to his concerns in a statement reported by Variety, uh, and their statement was to avoid reinforcing stereotypes from the original animated film. We are taking a different approach with these seven characters and have been consulting with members of the dwarfism community. That's what a spokesperson said. And they also Disney also said, we look forward to sharing more as the film heads into production after a lengthy development period. Uh, Yeah, Snow White and the Huntsman. They took full grown actors and then did about a million dollars of CGI to make them into dwarves. Um, I don't know. Dinklage. I think he just got seven uh, dwarves out of work. Uh, well, you know what is interesting? Let's see what another dwarf has to say about this Brad Williams comedian was asked about Dinklage And this is what he had to say.
2: He's right, but at the same time I'm torn because it's like yes, it's it's minorly offensive whatever but at the same time I kind of need the work right. So I'm kind of hoping for acting gigs But that but but uh, you know that, that that's why I'm a stand-up comic so I can more work for myself and not have to worry about other people telling the story, but um, yeah, it, but I, I I I think there's ways to fix it. Yeah. I, I think there's ways to, you you can still do a progressive Snow White and not offend the dwarves, like make snow white end up with one of the dwarves how about that i mean she goes for a prince who made out with her while she was legally dead i mean that's kind of creepy right uh-huh. she should go for one of the dwarves i mean they have jobs you know they're they got they got good friends they got a house they like to protect her uh and if you're like well how are they going to provide for her? uh they're diamond miners so they're rich <laughs> all right and, and they're self-made you know they're, se- they're they're self-made wealthy it's not like the prince who's just like do you know who my father is like come on Uh, how, how about you end up with the dwarves then you have a progressive snow white and everybody's happy
0: well there you go there's the answer to the problem you just have snow white fall in love with one of the dwarves and it's politically correct dwarves work and it's a problem is solved anyways this is jake with radio underland uh if all these news stories that i cover are available in our facebook group radio underland news group um like I don't know. You don't really subscribe to a Facebook group. You just join it. But all the stories we talk about are available there. And other than that, I will talk to you later. You guys have a good one. Be good humans. Do good things. Don't get canceled. Later.